uh, welcome to Simone J, which is what this show is called now because we have a name now and it's Simone J. Yeah. With Sydney and Shu. I'm Shu. I'm Sydney. <laughs> welcome to Simone J. You know what's funny is when you were na- saying that you were Shu and I was Sydney, I was thinking, that's ridiculous. And then I realized, no, that's how podcasts and radio work is you have to introduce yourself so people know which name is which. Yeah. And even though, well, I don't feel like we have very similar voices, but I feel like just in general, if it's two women... They're going to be like, I don't know which one is which. They're going to say that both women have too much vocal fry and they sound the same. Uh, yeah. yeah. So do you want, so the show is called Simone J now. Uh, do you want to explain that name? Uh, Yeah, we, you know, okay. A long time ago, I lived in a party house in Tempe. Tempe, Arizona. What's As, up? It's a party town. Woo woo. You know, I had like uh, three guy roommates and a girl roommate and it had a pool. Whatever. That's not important. The important thing is one of our friends found a name tag at his work site for another employee and his last name was Simonche. And so whenever we were drinking or like getting crazy at our pool house, pool party house, people start screaming. Simonche. Simonche. It's like it's a party. It's a way of life. It's just like. Simonche is just roll with it, be cool, have fun, you know, live your best life. It's a joyous expression. Yeah. Okay. And when I text you, we were texting about this, it actually, my phone actually autocorrected to, um, he is demon, he is life. Oh, and then I said, I, I forgot about that. I said, I really liked that. Yeah. So it's also maybe a little bit of satanic. I don't know. It's, it's. He is, he's he's demon, he is is life. (laughs) Listen, anything can be satanic because Satanism is about, because they actually don't believe in any higher power or mystical power. So it's about worshiping your own creation of a God, should you feel the need for one. So if demons are life to you, then get your life. (laughs) Get your life, baby. Get your life, baby. Get your demons. Get your life. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope other people will just like enjoy the word Simonche. If if he's out there, I hope, you know, you can reach out to us. Let us know Mm -hmm. you're there. I looked for him on Facebook. I don't want to mention his first name. Don't say his first name. Anonymity. I'm just going to ignore that and keep talking. You know, um, how you do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he, this is a very popular podcast. So we don't want people out there uh, spamming him, doxing right. him, whatever it is that happens, because we have a really high listenership and we don't want to create this. That's frenzy. exactly right. And yeah. so, you know, I want to respect his privacy, but I did look. For him on Facebook, the wor- worker's ID didn't have a date of birth or any, like, personal information. So I just looked up the name, but I didn't see him that matched the picture. So I don't know if he's out there, but I just take that last name and I use it as a party. And that's probably why I got it tattooed on my knuckles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we didn't mention that yet. That is also not only is it this guy's name and a... Uh, a shout for joy, a huzzah, but also it's tattooed across your knuckles. <laughs> kind of buried the lead on that. We totally buried the lead. 
I feel like last week we were the best podcasters in the world, and this week we're burying the lead on your knuckle tattoo yeah, is Simone Shea. It's a little rough. Yeah. And I Okay. So I really, really wanted knuckle tattoos at the whole time this was happening with Simone Shea, mm-hmm. and I, my friend was a tattoo artist, and he's like, I'll give you a good deal. You can come by. And I'm thinking... What will fit? What can I get on my knuckles that will look cool? It'll fit. It just popped in my head. It was like Simonche, baby. Because if the letters fit, you must tattoo it. <laughs> That's what Johnny Cochran said. That's what Johnny Cochran said. Actually, it's what... So Johnny Cochran said if the glove don't fit, you must acquit. Okay. But Johnny Cochran said... <laughs> If the letters fit, you must tattoo it. That's right. So I'm just saying this in case we have any younger listeners who weren't around during the O.J. Simpson trial. Um, Just get the facts straight. Get the facts straight. Johnny Cochran is a different person than Johnny Cochran. That's right. They're both dead, though. So rest in peace. Very sad. Yeah. Is Johnny Cochran dead? Uh, I think he died recently. Oh. (laughs) And by recently, I mean within the past three years. Because I now have reached the age where when I say recently, it can be a three-year span. Right. That's the life we're living. That is the life we're living. I'm in my 30s. I'm about to turn 33 and recently includes the past three years. I feel like I didn't even know that about you. That I'm about to turn 33? Yeah, like I knew you were older than 30, but I just wasn't sure for some reason. It's because, well, the reasons are twofold. Uh, I'm a very youthful person and I did stop aging at a certain point. Agreed. Um, but also, my face is full of Botox. So, I, healthy living. How is that? Um. So, I just got it touched up again because my eyelids were starting to look sleepy. And when people start telling me I look like Laura Dern is actually when I get my Botox touched up. Because I do look like Laura Dern, but she has very sleepy eyes. And I would prefer my eyebrows be at my hairline. So, <laughs> I, so I got it. So I got it touched up and I get it in my forehead um, just to give my brows a slight lift. But I also get it right above my lip uh, and it kind of tightens the skin and it makes your lip turn out a little bit to make your lip look fuller. And when you first get Botox, it doesn't kick in that day. Like you don't leave looking like you've had Botox over the next few days. It starts kicking in. Um, And I got it done thursday today's a monday and yesterday and today i feel like i'm kind of smirking all the time like it's you got a little smirk it's on giving you. me a smirk and then today uh i went to see my doctor and like socially um and also because i owed her money and um she was i was talking and she's like i way overdid your lip and i was like i kind of like it because I, I've just kind of been feeling my swag lately. I'm like really happy with what I've been doing with my waking hours, and I just feel very like beautiful and talented, and I'm doing things, and I'm an elitist snob. And so I was like, this sort of smirk, um, kind of fits my swagger. But yeah, uh, which. I also was thinking I've been having like a little bit of conflict at work and getting reprimanded. And I'm like, is it because I look like I'm smirking all the time that they're like, she's giving us attitude. Look at her face. 
That's Sydney. So sarcastic. She's so sarcastic. She says everything with a smirk. It's like she's not taking this seriously, which, spoiler alert, I'm not. I'm not taking it. Whatever it is, if you're my boss or I don't know. (laughs) Anyone else? I was trying to think of anyone else in my life. Who would expect me to take anything seriously? And really, outside of work, no one expects me to take anything seriously because I don't. Um, I think that's a good way to live life, though. Yeah. I don't want to be too serious. No. Like, I I really value things. Like, I, I don't. There's a difference between not taking life seriously and not valuing the things that you have. So when I say I don't take things seriously... I mean, I, I really value my friendships and my relationships. I, I, I like I'm, I'm very fortunate for the things that I have. So I'm not like, oh, I don't take I don't value people. But like, I also don't take things seriously. That was very art- inarticulate. What you're saying is you have a good balance in your life. Well, that the two are not exclusive, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So like when people are like, you're not taking this seriously. You're like, well, I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm also having a positive attitude about it. And then people think that like that's contradictory. Like you can be like casual with your relationship. Like you really value and love them, but you don't just like stare into each other's eyes all the time and go, I love you so much. I love you so much. Right. Like you're like, no, like so creepy. Yeah. You can be like, I get it. I get it. I'm very, I'm a very inarticulate human being, but I'm working on it. You know, we all are at some point. (laughs) (laughs) It's like whenever I try to express myself, I don't know how. (laughs) No one gets me. No one gets me. But like, that's what, that's what you're thinking. But on the outside, it's just a bunch of grunts and. Right. Exactly. Because that's, that actually is like uh, the source of most conflict is not being able to communicate. And someone feels like they're being very, very clear inside, but what's outside isn't. And then they're, you know, and then people butt heads. Yes. That's. I often feel like I'm having like mini strokes. What? Because <laughs> I get all like stuttery and weird and I can't think of the word. And I'm just like, nee, nee, oh, do, do. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, oh my God, did I just have a baby stroke? And I like smile mm. and stick my tongue out and lift my arms and do all the tests. And Oh my God. I, and then I realize that it's just my anxiety. Yes. And I'm like, holy moly, you're like creating. Yeah, you're creating that. <laughs> you're you're definitely creating that. It's crazy. I started meditating though. That's good. And I hope I it when I do it more than once, uh-huh. like when I do it multiple days in a row, it really does help. Yeah. Um, I feel like good. everyone should try meditating. At least try it. At least try it. Look into it. It's one of those things I'm annoyingly preachy about, but I just feel like it's been like the single most beneficial thing that I've done for my well-being. So I, it's hard to not get overly preachy about that. Right. It was like whenever you find something that works for you, you just and it like really changes you. Yeah. You become so passionate that you want to tell anyone who will listen. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God. Don't ask me about T25 because you would think I'm a beach body sales rep. Yeah, which I'm not. But I will tell you all about Sean T and his 25 minute workout, baby. That's- I lost 30 pounds. Oh, yeah. So, so (laughs) 
<laughs> you said don't even get me started, but then you got started. I did. I can't. So that's the thing. I can't yeah. even mention it myself without giving a little. That's good though. That's like when you're when you are excited about things, you want to share positive energy. That's right. Um, so everyone, do T twenty five. We're not saying you have. Just try it out. Just try, just it, try out. it out. Try meditation. Try meditation. Try cocaine. Try cocaine. Try doing all <laughs> of my kidding. cocaine that I didn't even know that I had. I was rubbing my teeth as we started the podcast. And Sydney's like, are you doing gummers? Yeah, What's I, happening? I, yeah, I thought she was rubbing cocaine on her gums, but she was just getting the chocolate peanut butter dessert out of her teeth. It was so good. It's raw cookie dough covered with chocolate. That does sound really good. It was amazing. I am a cucumber uh, <laughs> while driving home. I snapped it in half because I had it. I had a cucumber and an apple in my backpack. Um because I'm an exciting and dynamic woman on the go. Uh, but so I snapped the cucumber in half and I ate it like one end, you know, and then the other. The, it was it, which was hard because it was a very curvy cucumber. I went to Sprouts this morning <laughs> and all the cucumbers were like straight up rainbows. And I wanted to take a picture to send to my friend to yeah. like make fun of this guy's dick. Uh <laughs> But I but I didn't do it because I was running late for work, but also I think it's really mean to make fun of people's dicks. It is. I mean, I don't know. First off, like, I don't know. I feel like maybe we're too sensitive as, of a culture now. I'm too sensitive. Yes. But at the same time, it is mean to make fun of someone for something they can't change. They can't change. And it's like, yeah, that, well, that that person was willing to be very vulnerable around me. But at the same time, dicks are funny. And, like, they're weird. Body parts are Bodies weird. Bodies are looking. weird. Bodies are weird. And this one, I, th- and this is a friend who I never talk about sex with. She just doesn't like those conversations. And okay. that's fine. And also, I tend not to talk about the explicit details of my sex life. However, for, like... Over a year, she had to hear me talk about how I thought this dude was hot. And so when we finally um, got together. Uh, oh, she wanted all the details. No, she did not. Oh, she, she didn't? No, she did not. I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. So I hadn't been with someone new in years, like years, because I went back and forth between my abusive ex and then whoever I was dating while we were not together. Right. So like this was a this was a new dick and it was exciting for me. However, and it was very large, which is always nice. It's always nice when there's someone that you, like, think is hot and have a crush on. Um, and then you get to see their dick and you're like, oh, that's that's a lot of dick. Um, but it was it was really big, but it also was very curved, like, upwards. Uh-huh. So his, his boners were like a rainbow. Yeah. Like, it went, so, like, the dick from the... The base to the tip, it went in a perfect rainbow and landed back down on his stomach. So it was really hard to get up under. Yeah. It like just to, it was hard to, it was hard to blow and it was hard to, it was hard to mount because you had to go up under. There's a lot of challenges. There were a lot of, there were a lot of geographical challenges because it's sealed. It was a full rainbow. It was a full, I can't. And it was, it was you big. You can't, so enough with your hands. I can't enough, curving. yeah. It's a perfect curve, but like, and it was very, it was very large, very okay. firm. Because I've seen, I've seen curved dicks. I'm not acting like this is the first curved dick I've ever seen. Right. I've just never seen one so big and so curved that it completes the circuit and it, it grounds, it grounds at yeah. both ends. Yeah, it was a lot. So then I had to tell her about it and then it became like a thing. 
That's the only dick you guys talked about. It was the only dick that we've ever talked about in the two years that we've been friends. So you didn't send her. I that did not joke? send her the picture, and then I was like, you know what? Later, before you before you eat the cucumber, send her a picture. And then I didn't because I ate it while driving because I <laughs> I snapped it in half. Like I snapped that I dick in half. I feel like that would be that mean though. I feel like it's kind of like it's a cute little joke between. It's a the joke two between us, you. and it has nothing to do with it's him. It's not like you're putting it on Facebook and being like, <laughs> yeah, tag. Blah blah blah. Look at your dick. Look at your, your dick's on sale at Sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, your dick's on sale at Sprouts. So, like, what does that uh, even mean? But um, that's a good joke. <laughs> no, it's really good. I'm just gonna be like, next time you ask me like, what's up with that dude? I'm gonna be like, his dick's on sale at Sprouts. <laughs> that means we broke up. If I say that someone's dick's on sale at Sprouts, it means we're no longer seeing that's each other. That's a new breakup. Yeah, we're no longer intimate. Okay. Um, yeah, I think the reason I don't like saying it is I feel like women, like the women, if a man doesn't want to date them, they say. Uh, they, then they start like making fun of his dick. Like if, yeah. if a guy breaks up with them, they're like, "Well, he had a little dick, anyways," or whatever. And I really hate that. Just like when women reject men, the man's like, "Oh, well, she's a fucking bitch," or "She's a fucking slut." And I hate the. I hate. Yeah. I guess I hate low hanging fruit. Um, it's so easy. Though, yeah. To exactly. Grab. Yeah, and it's so easy to grab. It is so easy to grab. Just no. like if their balls are really low hanging. They're really easy to grab because you don't have to lift your hand up because you just rest your hand on your hip or your elbow on your hip and the hand. So that's when when they're old. Oh, my God. That's like a life hack. This is a life hack. Date someone really old and it's super easy to play with their balls because they will hit you on the knee. (laughs) You don't you don't have to worry about your arm or your shoulder getting tired reaching for their balls because their balls are just right there. It's low hanging fruit. Hilarious. Am I? I? Yeah. I love talking to you because, like, you're the only person, you really are the only person that I can just bring up literally any topic and you are game to talk about. Oh, I absolutely am. And a lot of people get uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I realized that. Sorry, people. Oh, it's all that. It's all that uh, raw cookie dough and chocolate. It's so good. I've realized that I'm like a really, I tend to get really deep really quick. Oh, yeah. And people don't like that. Oh, no. It makes people so uncomfortable. I'm just like, do you ever just consider that this is all fake? And at any moment you will wake up and be like, that was a good program. I think I'm going to try a different one, though. Yeah. And none of this matters at all. And, like, I brought that up with a chick that was tattooing me. And uh-huh. she's tattooing a UFO scene. We're talking about aliens and stuff. So uh-huh. I thought it was relevant. Yeah. And she just looked at me and was like, that makes me really uncomfortable and I don't want to think about it. What? And like, Oh, because it would give her, like, some sort of existential dread or anxiety. Right. Because she's like, never pushed her thoughts out that far. I guess maybe just, like, the thought that you're not important. Like, your life doesn't matter, really, because it's just a program in yeah. a computer yeah it's called simulation theory there you go yeah yeah um oh my god i didn't invent this no there's (laughs) a there's it's kind of a new thing that's being batted around yeah but i like it even if like even if you aren't thinking simulation theory and you're just thinking in terms of 
the it's a huge world and time is so expansive and I don't matter and some people find that very upsetting and I yeah. actually find that very comforting because it's like we're all just doing our thing like we're just we're Same. like we're just ants like zoom out we're just ants and like this pain I'm feeling feels like the entire universe but it's actually just this small unique thing to me and it's not that big of a deal and I think it's very egotistical and it's always people who those people are like we're living in the end times and you're like okay because you're saying this with the perspective of your lifetime and not thinking that the earth has been around for millions of years it existed before humans. It will exist after humans. Right. The fact that we have a bunch of, like, fucked up weather shit going on right now does not mean that the biblical apocalypse is coming because it's not that big of a deal, even in the spans of the world present day, let alone in the spans of human history. It's not that crazy. You don't think it's that crazy? I mean, I don't think it's like Armageddon or like the Bible end of days coming No, true, I mean, but... people do think it is It is representative of global it's warming. It's a little crazy though, it is. right? Yeah, but like it's... And it's it... just a lot more than usual. And yeah. And when you put like, oh, there's hurricanes and then there's fires and there's earthquakes and it's just like... Oh, it doesn't feel good. Well, no, it's not supposed to feel good. <laughs> I don't like it. When but but <laughs> I, I I don't like it when it rains real hard everywhere and people get killed. I hate when people get dead. It's so upsetting. That I'm is upset. how I am. I'm like, Deacon, should we should we donate? Of course you should fucking do. Yeah, I'm mean, like, of course. No, he said no, but I I you, vetoed you him. Okay, good. He had his points. You know, we got into a, a discussion. It created good conversation. Yes. In the end, just know, yeah, we did donate because he doesn't get to win. He doesn't get to win. <laughs> In my, that situation. So my mom actually left this morning. Her, My mom's a retired nurse, and her and her friend who's also a retired nurse are driving to Florida what? because they need nurses because the people who need full-time care um like there's hospitals and care centers that are closed and their nurses were evacuated and so wow. the governor put out a call that they need uh, a thousand nurses and so her friend had gone to New Orleans after Katrina and was like we're doing this and they hadn't heard back from the governor yet um, and neither had some other nurses they knew who were gonna be in Florida, but, um, her friend who did Katrina was like, we just go and there will be relief organizations who need us. So they put out a call on social media, like, if you want anything for us to take, cause they're driving my mom's truck and they loaded the bed of the truck up to the brim with diapers and toiletries and clothes and underwear and stuff. And they're going to get to Florida in like probably three days, they said. That is so fucking cool. Isn't that really cool? Dude, that is like what I want to do. Like they are doing what a lot of people wish they could do, which is just up and leaving and going to help. Well, that's what's nice about the age that they're at where they are retired. So they don't have to worry about losing their job. They have their government pension. Yeah. And that but they're young enough that they can still go work. And it'll probably only be for two weeks because what they do is they when you get into a care center, I guess you work 24 seven. So they'll probably live and work in the center for two weeks and then come home. Wow. But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty impressed. Me too. Uh-huh. Way to go. Yeah, way to go, Deborah and Joe, her friend. Yeah. It's her friend Joe who has a matching red Miata. They have matching sports. Yeah, it's real cute. Oh, way to go, Deb and Joe. Deb and Joe. 
It's like Thelma and Louise. But doing good. But doing good instead of killing a guy. <laughs> instead of driving off a cliff, they're driving into Florida. Which is very similar right <laughs> now. Is, but you know? yeah, I, too, that's too uh, soon. It was too, too soon, soon for me to say that. Yeah, it's okay. Guys. Donate. <sighs> okay, well, speaking of things that make people uncomfortable... That's stuff I don't like to talk about, really. What? Get, like the nature. Oh. Uh, you know. Do you get overwhelmed well, because it's out of your control? Or Yes. And Deacon told me about a scary article he read that Neil deGrasse Tyson was talking about Yellowstone and the volcano under it. And we need to relieve pressure from the earth or we're all going to die because uh. ash is going to cover the atmosphere. It's all very scary. And I was like, you know what? Just I let me live in my ignorance on this yeah, because if- there's nothing I can do here in Arizona. I'm just a girl. I'm just, just a girl. <laughs> That's so all that they'll let me be, damn it. That's all they'll let you be. Um, You know what's interesting is... Because that stuff doesn't bother me, but it's also because I'm not creating offspring and um, yeah. I don't really value being alive. Um, so I'm not super <laughs> – I don't want to suffer, so right. I don't really care when I die. I would prefer it be a long time from now just because there are a lot of people that love and care about me and I love them and I don't want them to hurt. Right. Like, so – but I'm not – like, if I – die now i'm not going to be like there was so much i wanted to do and i didn't get to do it because i will be dead and i won't be able to have those thoughts yeah so but anyway so yeah so the the sort of natural disaster or the end of humankind i don't super worry about because Mm -hmm. i'm i mean i'm sure there's tons of people who it's their job to worry about that and fix it well it's not going to get fixed but i just don't worry about it Put it off a few hundred more years at least. Yeah. Let my kids' kids worry about that. Well, yeah. If I had kids, I'd be worried about it because I don't, I don't want to, like, the idea of living through, like, uh, the societal shifts related to loss of resources needed for survival, like, that's an ugly world. I've seen apocalyptic movies. I don't. Yeah, man. I don't. I don't want to live through that. That's insane. I don't want anyone I love to live through shit like that. However. I'm going to get some heroin. Yeah. That's my backup plan. I'm just going to start doing heroin. That's a really good plan. Just in, you know, like last resort. Last resort. Yeah. So um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So I don't really have a lot of anxiety about that sort of stuff, that sort of large scale stuff. But yet um, the idea that like I have exes out there who uh broke my heart and they continue to love and exist and be intimate with other people (laughs) i don't want to know about yeah uh so like that sort of thing like just there i'm not invincible to having things like that are out of my control get me worked up but Mm -hmm. somehow it's like i don't care about humanity but i just care about my own broken heart I love that. I'm a piece I of don't shit. know which is better. I know, uh, I know. Obviously, it's better to worry about humanity than like no, about your own self. But I, at the same time, when you worry about humanity, it's just because you see it all as a reflection of yourself. That and I think it's just you know it's social media, it's the news, it's everywhere yeah. right now. I'm taking a break, but Good. at least you know worrying about your exes and who they love, you can just block them and you don't have to know you can yeah like no i i in a void somewhere yeah so i i like that better but Moving i will say on. that show she had to talk to uh my roommates and house guests 
when she got here because I was in the shower because I was washing my pussy for her. Because if there's anything mm. this podcast means to me, it means clean pussy clean pussy the clean pussy podcast <laughs> i know we had a conversation 30 minutes ago about how it's now called simone Shea and i made our logo but i feel like maybe clean pussy podcast <laughs> i'm totally kidding i'm totally kidding what if what if i came to you and it was so serious about that and i was like hey shu i know we talked about simone Shea and i know it means a lot to you because it's your knuckle tattoo but i'm thinking the clean pussy podcast has more of a commercial appeal <laughs> I mean, I might go with it. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I'd probably just be like, uh, yeah. Sure. Sydney, whatever. Like, sure. whatever. Whatever. You're going to change it five Wait, more times. Are you the one? You're still the one doing all the work? Okay. Yeah, go yeah, fine. Have at it. Have fun making more logos, Sydney. Whatever makes you happy. And then uh, I just scream, I've never been happy. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've never been I've happy. never felt good before. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad you cleaned your pussy. And I mean, I, I cleaned it for you. I brought you a skirt to wear That's, on it. Oh, yeah, you brought me. I can wear that skirt with no panties because my pussy's clean. Yep. I brought Sydney a nice, cute little denim skirt. It's a high-waisted, acid-washed denim skirt to be worn with a Leonard Skinnerd t-shirt that's been cut so it has, like, the tassels, you know? It is Not Leonard so, Skinner, like, though. kind trashy. What what band like in who a would, good way? Yeah, it no, it's the skirt is it's trashy a in a good kid way. Kid rock, yeah, like a kid rock shirt. Um, yeah, I'm excited about it, but I I can't wear it without panties right now because I'm super ragging. <laughs> it's, it's Don't a, do that. It's a bad scene. It's, it's a bad, bad scene. scene. I I'm like, thanks for the skirt. I ruined it. Yeah. What'd you do this weekend? I worked. Uh, okay. Yeah. So. I, I worked 15 hours on Saturday oh, and 12 on God. Sunday. My feet were so swollen when I got home last night that I didn't even recognize them. Like, they didn't look like my <laughs> my own feet. You're Fred Flintstone. Seriously, I, which I guess is what happens <laughs> to pregnant women. But yeah, I, I just looked down at my feet and I was like, those I those are not my feet. Um, But I had to... I, I couldn't just fall into bed and not look at my feet because I had to take a shower because towards the end of my 12-hour day... I went to take out a bag of trash and I kind of had it like balanced on like my butt and it was leaky and I got garbage juice. It's leaked through my pants. I just had a wet like one wet side butt cheek. Thankfully not the crack. I didn't get I did not get garbage juice in my crack, but I did get it on my side butt. And I just was like, well, now I got to go because I had put clean sheets on the bed, of course, Uh. before I went out. I was like, well, now I have to take a shower. And look at my Fred Flintstone feats because I have garbage butt. <laughs> what did you do this weekend? <laughs> did it involve your butt and garbage? Nothing that exciting. Oh, not, nothing as exciting as getting garbage juice on your butt? <laughs> I'm sorry for you. <laughs> You're really missing out. You don't know what it feels like to be alive until you've gotten garbage on your butt. Just a wet, a wet garbage sack. Did you have to go, like, a long time into your shift after that happened? Or no, thankfully it end? was, like, it was probably an hour between uh, that and me being home and in the shower, thank God. still a long time. Yeah, and I had to drive home and sit in my car <laughs> seats with garbage butt. Oh, no. Did the smell linger? It didn't smell that I could smell, oh, but at that point, like, my work smells, and I've been in that building a lot, so I don't even right. know if I know what bad smells like anymore. <laughs> 
that's just I could I I could be smelling like that place every day when I leave and not even know right because I don't I don't know what bad is yeah um and it wasn't as bad as I once at the beginning of a shift spilt duck au jus sauce down my pants and I don't know how it happened it was the front of my pants and I wear my pants very tight is your vagina vegan as well was I so betrayed so interesting, <laughs> interesting question, because this was I had only ever had sex with vegans for like eight years. And so I remember. Yeah. And so I was single and I had just started dating someone who writes books, who's a nutrition scientist who writes books about eating red meat like he's super into eating meat. And all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, I'm dating someone who's has a job and money um and that's new but also uh not only isn't vegan but is like the opposite and now yeah. uh, like my pussy is not vegan anymore okay. because i just poured all that duck au jus down there <laughs> <laughs> and that, that was that was my thought where i was like oh it's so gross i don't know how i got it down the front of my skinny jeans first of all but it got in there because it didn't go out it didn't soak in outside in it went top down through the waistband <laughs> but i and i was supposed to see that meat guy afterwards and i so i was like well yeah, i mean i hey, guess baby i got my pussy ready for you right i marinated <laughs> my pussy <laughs> in duck au jus <laughs> you're into that right yeah because i was like well maybe i i wasn't gonna shower after Look work up, but baby. now i have to or do i oh my god or do i, I, do I. Ooh, oh baby what you what you like on your pussy you like some au jus <laughs> oh you do bam hashtag oh you do hashtag oh you do Oh no, she better don't. And oh no, wait, oh she, you do. Oh my gosh, fuck yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. Solid joke, solid joke, solid joke. Works in sound, not so much in writing. Sometimes things in audio, you know? but then you oh you gotta you do. say it. Oh oh you oh you do. Mm, mm, mm. That's your new catchphrase. Yeah, it is. I love it. Yeah. That's cool. So I don't. Okay. Well. Oh, so what did you do this weekend? <laughs> Thank you. No, this... I'm just kidding. Our listeners just got a really good glimpse of what it's like to have a conversation with me, which Please is that me. <laughs> that I talk for so long, I forget what the topic was, and then I have to pause and remember there's another person in the room and go, oh, how are you? <laughs> It's fine because I was having so much fun with the Oju, with the Oju, you, you do. So I was very energetic. Okay, good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad it was good for you. I just got a lot of stuff done this yeah. weekend. I felt so productive. I drank. <laughs> oh, you do. <laughs> I was like, why are you looking like? Oh, because you want to pull out your catchphrase already. Uh... It hasn't even been long enough for it to be a callback. You're like, what else? What else? What else? What else? Okay. Uh, so you yeah. got a lot of stuff done. You worked on your coloring homework for art school. I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got some new... Who gives a fuck about what new color pencils I got? I care very deeply. The audience <laughs> cares. Pencils. Tell me about they're these amazing. pencils. Tell me about these no, pencils. I just cool. want you to feel seen. <laughs> Guys, please let me feel seen. Just let... I need to feel seen. I need to feel heard. Okay. Well... <laughs> Now I am. Good. Good. No. You are you are seen, you are heard, you are uh, worthy. 
Thank you. That feels so good. <laughs> so good. Well, I was supposed to do a tarot reading oh. for one of my friends this weekend. But it didn't go through? It didn't. I was, like, super nervous anyways, and I was... Because I'm not a tarot reader. Like, yeah. I dabble with myself. Uh-huh. So I, occasionally I'll look at a card in the morning and say, what the fuck does this mean Yeah. in my life? And I'll think about it. Whatever. But she asked me, and I was like, yeah, I can do that. It'll be good practice for me. I'm, you know, I'm a pro, whatever. Not. What? What? I, no. You want to say something? No, I look like I'm smirking because of the Botox. <laughs> I'm not actually about to say anything. I just can't close my I mouth. About the Botox. I'll keep that in mind. I can't close my lips, so it looks like I'm about to say something, or I really want to say something. That's just my face. That's just my face for the next probably month to three months. Like that is. <laughs> Okay. I'm trying to keep that in mind when I talk to you. Sydney just always looks like she's... She's She wants to interrupt me and I just have to power through so she won't interrupt me. Just keep talking so she doesn't interrupt you. No, so I was really nervous. And I was like, I'm going to give her a shitty ass reading. You know, I'm yeah. it's going to go bad. She's going to think her life's all fucked up when she leaves. Or it'll just be like really rough and awkward. Like when someone starts to play a song and guitar and they hit like one chord and they're like, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. You know, yeah. and you're wait, like, let me start again. Let me start again. Yeah. Hold on. I wasn't feeling it that time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, you know, I did my homework. I re- read up on my tarot mm-hmm. book. I did my own reading. Which went very well, let yeah. me tell you. Your life's looking good? Very good right now. Strong. She's walking on sunshine. Whoa! And don't it feel good? Uh. I, we don't have to pay for musical rights if we sing all the songs ourselves. If it, we do all go. the song drops ourselves. Yeah, so we're saving money. Bring your guitar next time. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast hack. You won't get busted for licensing infringement if you sing the songs yourself. Is especially true? Yeah, especially if they're so off key that no bot scanning for content could recognize them as the song that it's looking for. Because that's how it works. It's a it's a computer thing that runs constantly oh. to scan for licensed content on media streaming sources. So if you sing it yourself in a way that's not even recognizable or sing like similar to the actual song, no fucking computer program will will bust you. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, this is what I used to justify my complete lack okay. of musical abilities. Hey, Who's we're busting? doing it on purpose. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> this is all planned. So okay, so uh. <laughs> and don't it feel good? Yeah. Um. So uh, you did your own tarot reading. It You're, was good, baby. It was good. It was real good. Anyways, who gives a fuck? My friend didn't show up. She just didn't show up. And she didn't text to say, no. "Hey, I'm not going to show up." No, I didn't really care though, because I was like, "Well, I did my own reading. Now I'm making art." My cards were like, "You're on the move. Like you're on the go. Yeah. You're." Sp- energy's high fucking do that shit girl you got this yeah like keep going full speed ahead and so i was like you know what i'm just gonna draw yeah and do my shit i'm gonna drink wine yeah and so have i had a day that's a day i had a two days yeah a saturday and a sunday those are days those are both days and you, you know, know how it. they end with day 
That's how you know their days. That's how you know. Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, I got some some Zia Sage stick. I don't know. I got some cool crystal shit at my crystal oh, shop. Oh, okay. To go along you with were my packing. tarot because I wanted to burn all the negative energy away before uh-huh. I did the tarot. I Smart. wanted to cleanse my cards. So I did it. I'm feeling good. I feel like I'm getting back in my witch vibes. I love it. I'm start meditating regularly and doing my tarot doing your tarot maybe in the future i'll give you a tarot reading i'll accept it i'll give you a tarot reading you get a tarot reading you get a tarot reading um so i recently speaking of our alternative spiritual practices Mm. so i have been doing more reading about satanism as one does because i've i've I don't know. I've been like dabbling with it for like a year. The concept of Satanism. Um, Sydney. What? What is Satanism? <laughs> Funny you should ask. I am not qualified to define <laughs> that for anyone. However, it doesn't involve any actual worship of a higher power or a deity or anything. Uh, Satanists are atheists who believe that uh, gods are creations of man, and if you are worshiping, um. A god, you're actually worshiping the person who created it, and they believe that you should uh, worship yourself and follow your own instincts and intuition and be a free thinker and uh, yada, yada, yada. Um, so the part that I was wanted to talk to you about, because you and I are both really into makeup and clothes mm-hmm. and aesthetics, and one of the cardinal sins of Satanism is a lack of aesthetics, which was always an interesting thing that I thought was really funny, but I never understood why. And so I was doing some reading about the practice of satanic magic, which sounds contradictory because they don't believe in magic or anything. So, but they do believe in ritual and people enjoy rituals, but in Satanism, there is greater magic, which is actually just changing yourself, your way of thinking, your point of view. It's basically greater magic is self-help. It's making yourself better. Is it similar to the secret? just like it's not but the but the secret is an actual like methodology this is just defining like if you're practicing greater magic it means you're working on yourself okay but that's anything within that not like i'm the secret where it's actually like you need to do these things this is how you uh, right you need to invoke this collage board (laughs) yeah yeah no greater magic just means basically focusing on yourself because that's the most important thing is like get up and do your hair make yourself feel good yeah but it's not specific oh oh there's nothing specific about it so it's whatever it is that's good for you that betters you so if that would be studying philosophy or uh yeah reading self-help i need to throw all these stereotypes out yeah because because get get rid of it because it isn't an actual religion with a detailed outline it's just basically a framework to put philo- personal philosophy like you are doing this on your own and here's some uh words to describe what it's like to be a uh, a single searching person um so like some very vague guidelines yeah okay. yeah it's it's a it's a broad philosophical framework without specifics because religions provide specifics but uh satanism like they very much encourage reading and learning and like continuing education and being a free critical thinker and they so they therefore do not tell you what to do or think but they say you need to 
They want you to have an aesthetic. Yeah. So, okay. So back to aesthetics. So, so a lack of aesthetics is a cardinal sin in Satanism, which I thought was just like kind of funny because like it's very tongue in cheek and I liked it. Well, it turns out so that greater magic is self-improvement and the other type of satanic magic is uh, called lesser magic and that is manipulating the world around you and this is where aesthetics come in. So whereas um, people might seek to uh, manipulate the world around them in terms of casting spells or secreting things, Satanism is very literal and direct in that practicing lesser magic involves like charming people to get your way and it's more or less you win more flies with your with honey but Mm -hmm. um so if you are an attractive woman and you have a charming personality and you're a good conversationalist it's easier to get what you want out of the world and that it would be lesser magic um and so that's where aesthetics come in because I, I, you know how I always say like it's my, I've been I've been unattractive and I've been attractive and life is much easier as an attractive woman um, and now that is supported by satanic magic where they're like yeah if you're a woman like being being uh, I don't know being pretty being sexy whatever that can help you in charming others to get your way um, and so from now on when people if they question me or call me shallow uh, because I, you know, have a face full of Botox um, and can't close my mouth, I can say it's all part of my satanic. religious, yeah, my my satanic magic practice. And how dare you accuse me of being shallow because it isn't just about wanting people to think I'm pretty. It's about getting what I want out of the world, which is easier when you're an attractive woman. I love that. Because I always say, like, I don't – when. When it comes to dating and my taste, I'm like, I don't like work out all the time and read to have sex with like out of shape, stupid people, right? The yeah. more attractive you are and the smarter you are, the more attractive and the smarter the people you get to have sex with are. And, uh, you know, now I know that that's just satanic magic. You're just using Satan. I'm just using Satan to get dick. So, do you, so, so even though. Satanists don't believe in deities. Mm-hmm. Do they still say Hail Satan? Are these the people saying Hail Satan? I don't think so. Are these other people? I think they're other people. Okay. A lot of Satanists say Hail Yourself. Oh, okay. So because they, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, the whole Satan thing is just part of like recognizing that we are drawn to create these gods and deities, and they see Satan uh, be. Because they're working from a a biblical, like a frame point of coming from a Christian society. It's like, this is the framework that we have. And there's God and there's Satan. And these two things like over human history have evolved to represent like total good and total evil versus they see Satan as more representative of being your true self um, and giving, recognizing your desires, like yeah, you want these things. Like, why would you want to eat the apple? Like, right. and and recognizing and giving into your own instincts and desires versus having someone tell you that all of your instincts and desires are wrong. Um, and I thought that was really interesting because I always say, you know, I grew up being told, you know, I everything I thought and wanted and did was wrong. And like, yeah, like, fuck you, God. Like, 
that was like really gross that i just made that weird noise for like a long time i made that really weird noise for like a long time um so yeah uh just you know be yourself man listen to your heart it's like moana it's a lot like moana everyone told her you have to stay here and find happiness on this island and she was like i want to and at the end of the first song she's like i can find happiness here but it turns out the ocean kept calling her she was drawn to the horizon because that wasn't who she was and she couldn't force herself to find happiness being someone who wasn't who she truly was she was a voyager that is beautiful if I you love haven't moana. seen moana doesn't that make you want to see it it I know should it makes me want i haven't seen it and now i'm going to it's so good i'm like getting the full view of the movie i'm like i it sounds like something i'm gonna be into i really love it because moana. yeah because, like, I really want to leave Phoenix and I waffle. The ocean keeps calling you. Well, yeah, I keep waffling between being like, I can make it work here. I can find happiness here. And then I go through phases where I'm like, I just have to get out of here. And this whole summer when I was trying to, like, actually move, like, I was trying to, with zero money, yes. uh, move out of state. Um, and I had a lot of people who were telling me, like, you should just stay and do this or that. And I'm like, I don't know, because my life is pretty good, like, logically it's pretty good um in terms of like work and living situation and like I have a good life and I'm not satisfied and I keep getting told that I can find happiness here and I'm like it's not working and then I would watch Moana on repeat and be like yeah because it, it, it she it shows that struggle of her being like everyone's telling me that I this is what I'm supposed to do and like her being like I can do this yeah this is what I'm supposed to do and then being like but I can't Right. But I can, but I can't, you know? And I was like, I feel you, girl. And you have great hair. Isn't it funny the things that make us, like, click yes. in life and, uh -huh. like, make us have I revelations or change things? Well, that's the value of, like, myth and story it to really humans is. is that we need these things to put the complexities of our own lives in order. Because if you think that your problems are unique to you, they feel super overwhelming and you don't have direction or whatever. And you could span out and be like, well, I know someone else who like got in a car accident. I'll ask them how they dealt with insurance. Like it, you can span out from yourself to other people. Right. But then if you go as large as myth, where it becomes a general feeling and idea and not specific, it makes you feel like, oh, like this is totally, I'm not alone and, yeah we just moana man. just moana man that's like <laughs> i went to my friend's house the other day and her and her boyfriend were watching twilight which i was like okay okay okay, okay. <laughs> is your daughter oh no she's not she's home. not okay, home. it's cool. just you just you just watching that okay <laughs> but i was reminded that when uh it came out at the books yeah and my mom gave them to me and i was reading them i was in an abusive relationship and oh. it was pretty shitty and what really helped push me to leave other than like circumstance was reading twilight and being like he'll never treat me the way edward treats bella i can't be with this person anymore that's amazing <laughs> i know it's so fucking stupid that's like, so fucking stupid i back, love it and especially looking back and looking at the storyline and just being like edward's not even that fucking great either yeah <laughs> like, this is but it was it was better than what you had so it gave you yeah. a, an aspiration it gave they you... weren't good role models and 
Was I over 21? Yes, I was. (laughs) If you're asking if I was over 21, the answer is yes. Yes, I was. Yes, I was an adult. Mm -hmm. But it did help. It was that crutch that I needed to get out of a shitty situation and to push myself into the next place. Mm -hmm. And it was there for me, like just a nice little at night when I was lonely and scared and didn't know what was going to happen next. I just pop open that book. Yeah. And start reading myself some Twilight and, oh, God, just dream about the sparkles and the sun and the fangs. Darling. I love that we're talking about Twilight and you're doing it in such a ridiculous way. But it actually it is a very good point that you're making. It's why I feel like you should never be embarrassed of the things that make you happy or inspired in this case. That's so true. Because it's like, okay, well, joy and like... You can never have too much joy and drive and inspiration and, like, just to really, like, do you, you know? And so just lean into your happiness. If something inspires you, even if it's fucking Twilight, if that's what's working for now, then it's work. I listened to an uh, interview with a comedian who said she was really into Tony Robbins. Like, she was in oh, a dark... Yeah. She's she was, great. Well, I don't know because I've never heard him, but I know that he's controversial, like, people think he's, like, a snake oil salesman and some people, I don't know. But I mean, anyway, half and half to me, but I love him. Yeah, she was saying, like, she was in a really, really dark, dark, dark phase in her life. And she came across a Tony Robbins tape at, like, Goodwill and started listening to it. And she just listened to it on repeat on her Walkman all day, every day. And it got her to, like, get her shit together and change her whole fucking life. And she's like, I, I mean, I, I recognize that that's ridiculous, but still, like, I love him. That's what works. That's amazing. Yeah. It's like we all need help, and it doesn't really matter where it comes from, how ridiculous yeah. it is. It's just whatever gets you to that next place in your journey. Yes. Like, just take it and do it. Mm-hmm. And in regards to happiness, I always think about a couple years ago, in a small town, an old lady who was, like, who was the restaurant reviewer for the local paper, um did a review of the new Olive Garden and she did it very seriously and it became this internet thing where people were laughing about it and how silly and quaint it is and I just thought what a horrible collection of jaded people because wouldn't you love to walk into an Olive Garden and be goddamn delighted with your whole experience like start to finish isn't that what you want that is because I always 25 to 30 percent of the time I'm eating I claim what I'm eating is the best thing I've ever eaten (laughs) and I mean it when I say it that's just how I function and I'm not going to be embarrassed that like I can have a subway sandwich and be in heaven yeah because how how great is that it's just like I, I I feel lucky in my sexuality that it's very like normal I don't require any props because if the only thing that made me happy food-wise was, like, a $100 restaurant dinner, that would suck. If the only thing that got me off was a furry costume, that'd be a lot of luggage. So, you know, I feel <laughs> I feel like you shouldn't – It's it doesn't matter if it's cool or not when people are like, oh, it's so – it's not cool. It's not – like, right. fuck, fuck cool. Do you like it? Does it bring you joy? Are you happy about it? Exactly. That is beautiful. It's yeah. so true. I fucking love this. Yeah. It's so, so good. I feel like that's a great thing that's a, to leave off on. That's a great. Because it's so perfect. All right. Well, lean in. Lean into what's working for you. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Don't feel insecure. Love what you love. Love your body. Love your body. Love yourself. 
Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself good. And treat us by donating to us via PayPal. <laughs> Do so, we have a PayPal? No, but I'll set one up. Oh, okay. SimoneJPodcast at gmail.com. Click on that donate button. Or just send us a message. Send us a oh, question. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, I'll, do you, I like that I went straight to money and you were like, or questions. Also, just send us send us messages. Yeah. I questions. Just, I just want to know people are out there. I want to know people are out there and that they love us. Love us. Please. Please love me. Oh, God, that sounds so sad. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>